Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Can we just talk about summer for a second? The sun shining, the beach calling, and oh, the style. Macy's is your ultimate summer style destination, whether you're jet setting or just chilling in your backyard. I'm all about easy breezy outfits and Macy's has it all from flowy summer dresses to those must have espadrilles and Levi's skirts. Macy's has them. Oh, and those Dolce Vita sandals. Let me tell you, they're a game changer for all day comfort and style. Don't even get me started on matching sets. We all know I live in matching sets all year long. So I've got my eye on some super chic sets at Macy's. So whether you're prepping for a vacation or a staycation, head over to Macy's.com slash own your style and let Macy's hook you up with everything you need for the perfect summer vibe. That's Macy's.com slash own your style. Don't miss out. Own your summer style with Macy's. Let's make this summer one to remember. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It's powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rapp, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in. It's a Thursday episode. Thursday, and we're really excited because you know how we were just talking about. We're reinvigorated. We're pitching our own guests. We're getting the girls we want, and we got one. We got one. We have Victoria Garrick on the podcast today, and she... Tanya actually sent me a video of hers. Um, She talks a lot about body positivity and loving yourself and just like kind of no filters. She's basically Tanya is a TikToker. Yeah, yeah. If I knew how to make those things, that's what I would do. (laughs) She's amazing. And I listened to her podcast this morning. She, She does a lot. She's just like one of those people who has her hand in so many things. And thank God, because she's got a really good message. So yeah. we're going to get right into that and hope you enjoy our conversation. Today. You know, we put a oh. piece of bait on a pole and we threw it into the ocean and we got ourselves our first dolphin mermaid. Uh, catch catch but you know i can perfect it later but i just am excited because <laughs> this is all coming to fruition yeah this is great you so, landed a big one yeah that's right we landed baby. a big one and we're super excited so please welcome victoria garrick Woo-hoo! oh my gosh thank you i'm so excited to be here wait so i just recently met victoria because we were both at this um selena gomez rare beauty event and you approached me, you said, you, you know, you listen to podcasts. We talked about 
you know, all right, I, you were very nice to me. I'm like not an influencer. And so going to these influencer events, I'm just like very uncomfortable because I'm like, what do I do with my hands? Everybody's filming stuff. And I'm just like here. You know what I mean? But you're like so cool. Tanya, you're like not, you're not, because you're not an influencer. You're like that next level. You're like, I would consider like legitimate. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to go say hello. Like I'm fangirling, but then I don't want to be at those events too. It's like, you don't want to fangirl because everyone tries to act like it's so, it's so stupid. It's no, really but it was so, so nice because like literally everybody's just filming stuff and I'm like standing there and of course I was like the first one there because I showed up on time I was like oh I didn't know you go late to these things you know what I mean like I was like oh and you came up to me and we were talking about you know podcasts and and all that stuff and so I started following you on Instagram and I was just like this girl is it like you just it's a breath of fresh air on on social media and I we were like talking about guests that we wanted and I was like we just gotta get her Oh my gosh. Thank you. I'm so excited. I've been listening to your show for a while and big fans of you both. So I'm excited. I'm excited for the three of us, you know, let's, let's, let's get into it. (laughs) I know it's so fun having someone who has their own podcast. I feel like the conversation's really going to flow today. I know, but also, you know what, for people that are listening that might not be familiar with you, how do you like, because you do so many things, how would you like, when you, when you enter, like when you're intro, what do people say? You do so much. Like, yeah. So in my terms, I would literally say I am a girl living her own life and I pretty much share every part of it on social media. But, you know, depending who you ask, there's people who would say, um, you know, I'm a TikToker and they love following my body image and mental health videos. Um, Student athletes would say I'm a public speaker. I speak at different schools. I was a volleyball player at USC and I gave a TED talk and that's kind of what ended up snowballing into everything I do now. But yeah, I'm a podcast host. I pretty much just create content everywhere you consume it. And the emphasis is on realness and authenticity. And I, I kind of cringe with like authenticity, but I was doing this in like 2017 before it was trending. So I just always like throw that out there. You were being authentic before it was cool to be authentic. Yeah. A crusader. (laughs) Trailblazer. I just feel like nowadays people think authenticity is trending. And so their authenticity isn't as, isn't like genuine. And so I like to just kind of note, like I didn't go viral in the pandemic. Like I've been grinding (laughs) at this for a while. Yeah. No, it's so funny. You're like uh, uh, people being authentic is like a photo dump and they're like, Oh, you know, here I am just in the morning (laughs) or, you know what I mean? It's like, okay. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, I mean, it's good that it's becoming something more people want to do. Um, intention is the most important thing. I mean, I was just about to say, because sometimes I struggle with, um, there's so much like there's the vulnerability sometimes feels so vulnerable that it feels like, are you sharing this in the, in the, with the need to get the attention from it, which is hard because it's like, if someone needs to get something off their chest, they have every right to do it. But because it's become such a, I hate to say trend, because people do get um, the relatability factor from it. Sometimes as someone who's a little more private, I'm just like, how are they sharing this with so many people? Like, how do you, I I overthink everything. So I'm always like panicked of everything I share. So it is like that, exactly what you said. It's all about the intention of like, why are you sharing this? And I get that question a lot because I literally, I mean, I'm talking about my PCOS, my period, sometimes nipple hair. And I'm like, my freaking fiance's brothers follow me, you know, and people are like, (laughs) how do you post this? And I'm like, you know what, this is how I choose to show up in the world. And it's never going to be different. I don't, I don't have an off switch either, which sometimes is bad. Like I've, that's something I'm trying to even work on 
in my own world is like when I do get to jump to level 10 with everyone, even strangers, it sometimes I, I do feel a little bit lonely because I don't, I'm not always getting that from others back, but it's, it's, I mean, when I, and we can talk about this too, but when I was growing up, especially in high school and then early college, I was so filtered, so poised, so, so feeling like I had to present this exact perfect image that when I started, when that led me down rock bottom, and then I turned around to this 180 to start healing, this is like all I know now. And it's what keeps me happy, you know? Tanya is also very much like she is, she shares about things that even sometimes I'm like, that's going out into the world. That's going out there. But I, I appreciate it so much because I also grew up in a very like, and still, I'm still working on it of like, everything needs to appear perfect. Everything needs to appear put together. Everything needs to appear graceful and it's just not reality. And so like, I, I watched your story and you were talking about smoking weed and uh, drinking and like not over the conversation about not overeating when you are high or drunk. And you someone said, like, I really appreciate you sharing that. And you said, I, I reread it 50 times before I actually shared it. And I talk about I take I eat edibles all the time and I always have people reach out and they're like, I would have never thought you'd, you know, take edibles or have an, you know, have an opinion on it. And it's to me, it felt so it's like, oh, it's part of my life. But then as you share those things, you're like, oh, people have an opinion about everything. And that's the first time I ever publicly like said, yeah, I smoke here and there on my Instagram because I too feel like I'm grouped in this like you know, I got, I have younger followers. Moms like to follow me. I was a college athlete. So it was very, you know, with coaches in the school, you know, you never could post anything that was not, not something that would make you a role model. Um, like, yeah. And so I answered the question. I said, yeah, I smoke here and there, just like I drink here and there. And I, but the reason is because I think we all know what it's like to go out drinking, come home and eat your entire kitchen and really use like getting high or getting drunk as an excuse to, to binge or, you know, to, if you don't have a great relationship with food. And so for me, I was like, yeah, I have to quote unquote confess that I smoke sometimes and I drink sometimes because I think the root of the conversation is, is meaningful because I mean, I had so many people responding saying, yes, I have a real problem with binge eating when I'm drunk or coming home at night um, or getting high to eat because I'm restricting during the day. So honestly, now I want to talk about it more because that kind of encouraged me. I'm like, okay, great. I'll do it next time. And I'll only read it 40 times. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts on being a role? I, I have a lot of feelings about being a role model because I think a lot of pressure that I felt growing up was being a role model. And I, I, there's always this certain pressure. And I think especially um, as like a student athlete, I imagine there's is that like, you're the athlete, your coaches are watching, younger kids are watching, um, parents are watching. What are your thoughts on being a role model or that term, I guess? I feel like you get grouped or kind of labeled as one thing. And then we grow and we change and we evolve. But then you don't feel like you're really allowed to do those things. I think for anyone listening, whether you're an influencer or um, you're in the you're in the public eye in some aspect, or you're not. I mean, we have family and friends who, when we grow up, say, "Oh, you're the smart kid," or "You're the overachiever." And then, what if you don't want to be that anymore? And so, I really struggled with that in 2021 because I felt like I was at this turning point where 
look, I'm no longer a volleyball player. I'm not, I'm not on the team. I graduated college. I'm not even a college student. And so for all of my content to be geared and tied towards this version of me who I loved and I learned a lot from, I'm not her anymore. Like I'm, I'm happy. I'm not an antidepressants. I still love to talk about mental health, but I don't want to recount the same depressive episode that I talked about in my Ted talk five years ago, literally. And so I had to be like, yeah, I'm going to change and I'm going to post about my outfits and I'm going to, and you might hate it and it might not serve, but then that's fine. Maybe we, we, I was helpful for you at a certain point in your life. And now for people who are getting married or people who are in their young twenties, figuring out the careers, maybe I can help them now. So I think I just had to realize that the more you try to show up and be something for everyone else, you're like losing sight of what actually makes you happy and brings you joy. And I think if you actually want to inspire people or help people, even in small ways, the most inspiring thing I see in others is them being themselves. Mm -hmm. I love that. So I think it's powerful to be yourself. Yeah. I think it's like, I I like that. Like you, you had a season where that person sought you as like someone or goals that they wanted to set and someone who was living those goals. And then, cause when I was on the bachelor, I was the virgin. And so everyone who was a virgin was like, you're my role model. And then as soon as I lost my virginity, I was like, Ugh. like, yeah. am I no longer a role model? Like, has that been taken away mm-hmm. because I've changed, you know? And there was, I was like, why am I caring so much about my role model status over like, how am I, how's my heart feeling? How am I doing in this? You know? And people forget that you're human. Yeah. I mean, they see you on the show and they think that they know you and they don't. I mean, people think that they know me and, and yes, they do. Like I don't keep secrets, but you don't, we don't really know anyone unless you're actually friends with them or you've talked to them or you've hung out with them. So, um, yeah, I can imagine that was, that was hard. Tanya, do you ever feel this way? Oh yeah. Yeah. But like, I don't, <laughs> it's, it's interesting. Cause like, I totally feel that way. And I get those messages too. Like the other day when I, I posted something about how like I had a breakthrough in therapy, I got this long message from some like troll that was like your life is so perfect like you don't what are you gonna complain in therapy about you have a great job you have a great boyfriend life's so hard and I was like screw you like you don't know me like yeah I mean yes you know me but like I'm dealing with like trauma from middle school and the girls that like said things to me you know what I mean like these things from our childhood like impact us in such a weird way and like I'm trying to unravel I feel like before the pandemic hit I was on this hamster wheel and I was just like jam packing my schedule, like Becca's like, I, I didn't, I would come home and I would just use it as a closet. Like I was just constantly working, constantly doing things. I just, every minute of every day was like on a schedule. And I realized that that was like to, um, to kind of distract what was like really going on, like internally. And so now I'm kind of like unpacking all of that, all of those things. But I was just like that, you know, people judge you based on, you know, what they see or what they think that Mm -hmm. you are. And it's just like, you don't really know, somebody you know what I mean like you don't know we were all so complex and we're all so layered um so I I don't I don't know I just tell those people back off like I, I try don't. to check myself on this all the time because we can judge people that we don't even know I mean if, if any if you go to like a dinner for your friend's birthday and you're meeting their friends you've never met like we take a look at someone especially women and we look at other women and we define oh I know everything about this girl and, and that's not a girl for me I don't like this girl I don't like the vibes or I don't like the way she dressed or who would like we judge people so often and I've really been trying to stop doing that because I don't want people to do that to me. And even with celebrities, like 
I mean, I, we all have celebrities we think of who we've never met that you're like, oh, I don't like this person. Yeah. Or, this girl's so annoying or whatnot. We don't even know them. And I think we can all recount times where we've finally gotten to know someone and they've really surprised mm-hmm. us. And it's not even that they're surprising us. It's that we judge them without all the information and then are like kind of unlearning whatever it is we assume. So I think, yeah, it's, it's so important to just remind yourself, everyone cries themselves to sleep. Everyone has a story. We don't know everything. Well, and the thing and is I- too, is like, I think people think therapy is just this place to kind of like self-indulge. You know what I mean? I think there's kind of this misconception, misconception and, um, it's like, it's not so much self-indulge, but also figuring out why you work and think and and do the things that you do and kind of learning that, like for me, one of the big things was like, there's right and wrong. Like it was like, this isn't right. This isn't right. And it's like, it's my own life. Like it's mm-hmm. whatever I want it to be. And that was such a hard concept for me to like under understand. And I was living my life trying to always do like, this is right. This is right. This is the way I'm supposed to do it. When that that's not even like a reality. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, I think people just have this warped perception of what therapy is. And it's just like, it's not necessarily that for everybody. Yeah. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. 
APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. Rakuten is a rewarding way to shop and save because members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, pets, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores like Macy's, Best Buy, Petco, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the easiest and smartest way to find the best deals and savings. And every time I visit Rakuten.com, I'm always shocked by the thousands of brands that are featured. Me too. Did you know that Ticketmaster is one of those brands? So next time you're trying to see your favorite artist live, you can earn cash back when buying tickets with Rakuten. And the best part, membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Plus, cashback rates change daily so you can keep checking to find the best deal. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You can get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving, and their members have earned over $4.6 billion in cashback. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cashback really adds up. Did you, you went to Coachella, right? I did. Did you, I saw, this was an interesting year because it was the first year back in a few years and TikTok was like this new element to it. And um, there were so many conversations about the fake fun content of like, it, it appear, you know, like in the past you would see photos and you just assumed it was, it was fun because no one was saying otherwise. You, you know, you were like, they're having the time of their lives. And this year there was this like kind of peel back of the curtain where people are like, I'm in this. I think uh, Remy, Remy uh, Bader. Bader was like, I'm in this field alone and I don't know where anyone is. My friends, I don't know where anyone like is at. And I've been bumped like multiple times. I've waited in lines for drinks. Did you have what was your experience there? Because um, I'm assuming you were kind of going to the parties and the, the events and stuff. Well, actually, it's funny because I purposely did not want to go with the brand. I, I, I didn't want to work. I wanted to go with my fiance, my best friend in the world. And I wanted to just like have a great time. I wanted to buy my own ticket. I didn't want to be doing all this press stuff, meeting all these people. I went to one brand event um, on one day, which was fun. I wanted to go check that out. But for the most part, I was trying to get away from like feeling like I needed to curate things. I think I did like three different Instagram posts, which were super easy for me to do. Um, but Becca, I totally saw a TikTok describing what you were saying, you know, this curated fun, like we're going there and the amount of people I saw at the festival, I mean, just taking photos, but also this thing we love to do now is you have someone hold the video, you get it all set up and then you go run and you have fun and you dance and then you add the music in later, or then you frolic into the field and you turn around and like the person films you. And, and I, and I did a video like that actually, because the message was, you know, all my years of athletics, I never got to do fun things like this. Mm -hmm. 
and how cool that I'm here. But yeah, people, if we assess what the video is, Max held the camera. I, I skipped out for 15 seconds, turn around and smile. Like we, we performed and curated that moment, Mm -hmm. but it's also interesting because it's like, as a content creator, I know that's going to do well. And the video Mm -hmm. performed well and it hit the numbers and I'm creating content. So I, I think it's so true. Like nowadays people feel the need to share everything that is going on. And it's almost like if, if other people don't see it, then like, did it happen? You know, I've noticed at birthday parties when your friends making their wish, everyone's phones out, no one's just sitting there singing happy birthday, staring at their friend, like being present. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's wild the way that we are documenting, curating and sharing fun. It's so true. And there I've worked so I mean, I have tried so hard to find that balance of being able to go to a beautiful place and embrace it and like take it all in and also being able to document it so I can look back on it and remember and then being like, you know, looking through the photos and be like, oh, maybe I can make a reel or a TikTok out of this, you know, and I think but there is that moment. You're so true. Like, I had so many birthdays this past weekend and not one of them was I just sitting watching. I no, was like, oh my filming. God, you have to record the blow out the candle. I had a cinematic video for all my yeah. friends. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and this honestly, not to get like super deep here, but I've been thinking about this a lot because it's like, we are spending so much time looking and engaged in this world that exists online like it's a world like through your computer through your phone there's there's just countless like places you can go and people you can talk to and then when you like let you let go you look up and you're in the world this is life you know and then part of me feels guilty because I'm creating the content that's keeping people looking at their phones totally that's what you know it's I was just thinking that I'm like we're all on the side of like we're creating the and so it's funny for me because I don't really have like and Becca can attest to this. I'm not, I don't have like an eye for things, you know, like, I don't know how to make like the best photo. I'm not good at making videos. So I'm really like, for me, it's like what you see is what you get. Like, I don't know how to do anything. So I just do my best and I just post that. But, um, you know, we're creating this content that is seemingly like, you know, these happy moments, these beautiful, you know, fake fun or whatever. And that's what everybody else is consuming. So then they're comparing their lives to like all this fun. And they're just like sitting at work being like, what the hell am I doing? I'm not having any fun in my life. And it's this like weird, vicious circle. People don't, and they're not posting the moments that aren't glamorous, that aren't fun. I mean, shout out to Remy um, for, for making that video. And that's why I try to do a lot of my page is like hashtag real posts is the other side. I mean, even with wedding, I'm uh, getting married. So I'm planning a wedding and the wedding dress shopping process was not glamorous. I would not want to do it again. Um, It's so much pressure to find this one dress that's going to be perfect and everyone's going to love. And, and like, I didn't have the best time doing that, but then I didn't even want to, I was hesitant to share it because I recognize how privileged I am, how blessed I am that, that, that shopping for a beautiful dress was like stress inducing. Right. So it's like, there's also times where you want to share what's not glamorous, but then Tanya, like you said before about therapy, you're worried people are going to say, you know, no one cares. All right. Like, what do you have to complain about? It's like, bitch. I think perspective's huge, right? We can have perspective for like people who have it worse and very, very important situations happening in the world. Of course. But that doesn't mean that we're not going to feel pain, stress, or some type of way when little things happen in our lives. Those are our lives. We're going to feel some type of way. 
Yeah, I mean, I do think social media has, there is this uh, thing where there's so much going on in the world. And I think there's, there's obviously a time and a place to acknowledge that and to grieve that. And it's also fine if you're having a really stressful day because you've been late to everything or you got a parking ticket. These things that obviously in the grand scheme of things might not affect you for long, but people get so upset. It's like, how could you complain about that? You have an amazing life. Like there's so many bigger things going on in the world. And it's like, well, I still have a stressful day. I can still have a stressful day. Like that doesn't take away my personal experience. And so with Tanya saying like people get on the internet and see, and they're sitting at their desk being like, I would give anything to be going to that event. Their first response when you post something is, can be like a negative thing because they're like, I want to be doing what they're doing. And the only way to process that feeling is to comment something negative. You know, it's like created this toxic, like I need to give my opinion to everything. Yeah. And jumping off of that with, I think another important conversation is our need to always have more, you know, when you were mentioning looking at someone's page and thinking if I could have what they have, I feel like I'm always thinking, oh, if I, if I did that deal or if I hit this follower count or if I interviewed this guest, you know, then, 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 then I'll be content. And it's like, I can track back all these things I've wanted to achieve in my life. And I'm only, I'm only, I'm 25, but I've, I've done some things that are exciting, but now it's like, there's always the next thing. There's always more. And I've really had to sit down and tell myself like more will always be there. More is always there, but like more is not life and life is what happens now, you know, and just come back to the process. You know, the Kardashians are always wanting more. And I think if we look at the Kardashians, we're like, they have everything and there's yeah. always more, like they're always creating or branding or doing more. And they're a great example of like, it's natural that we always are striving for that, but is it healthy? Is it healthy to always be in that mindset? Yeah. I mean, and it can be fulfilling. I mean, there's people who love, like if that brings them joy, there's people who do love to fro frolic in the festival and curate that content. It makes them happy. Yeah. Like to each their own, you know, but I think the majority of people we're, we're keeping up with the Joneses and we don't even know why. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. And like people are maxing out their credit cards to like buy all these things that they see people holding or these new trendy bags or shoes or whatever. And it's just like, it's so backwards and so bad. Yeah. And we care so much about what other people think all the time. Like we just always, and I'm guilty of this too. I mean, what do they think of me? What will they think of me? Like, and it's just, it's but you know, lot. what's interesting, you know, we've been watching television since forever and that's content curated content. Mm -hmm. We're watching it. It's there. That's what social media is. I was like, why do we care so much? Well, social media gives us access to like that person's real life. Like before we lived for the tabloids to snapshot a photo of Jessica Alba for the stars are just like us at the supermarket. Like now she has her own Instagram where she can hop on face to face and clear up anything, talk about anything. Like, so I think, I think that's the interesting thing is it's not a scripted TV show that plays like twice a week, you know? Yeah. And the, the filters and the, I mean, there's so much to social media that we never even had to think or worry yeah, about. The filters are gnarly. Funny. Those are my favorite posts of yours when you post like the picture and then like what it really looked like after you like did all the editing. And I'm just like, that's what I think people don't realize what you can do with Facetune. You can literally be a size zero with big boobs and a big butt and clear up your teeth and your skin with like a flip of a switch. 
flip it. It's so easy. You can do it in 60 seconds. Like literally I always joke with all the Kardashian Photoshop fails. I'm like, you should have hired me when I was in college. I was like, I could do these in five minutes. I'll be cheaper than whoever you're hiring now. (laughs) I, I was thinking about this on the way here. I, when I first, like after the bachelor and was on Instagram, it was the, it was the time of Instagram where everything was aspirational. There was nothing relatable about it. Like everything that I posted, anyone I was following posted, it was all this like gl- unrealistic, like super tan laying on a beach on a beautiful. Yeah, my city. waist was snatched. My thighs were skinny, no razor burn. You know, it's just like that was that mentality. And it's been hard to kind of like shift out of that as people have started talking about it more and like not using filters. It is like that. It's been hard sometimes because I'm like, it was so easy to. I remember going to this crazy acne thing and I, I tried to find photos even in my photo album and I like to leave, I didn't have any that I could reference because I was just like, I can't, no one can know, you know, mm-hmm. remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was bad. But like people, if I had just posted about it, I'd been like, I don't know what happened. My skin is freaking out. I feel like that would have been way more impactful than my like... <laughs> freakishly airbrushed photo yeah, I posted. it is wild Becca, it reminds me of the post you wrote that went so viral that like I literally loved so much when you were talking about how you're not inspired or moved by someone's side gap you're moved and inspired by who they are I thought that was so beautifully written yeah that was so unexpected I mean that was such a, a poet like closet poet you know <laughs> no I just I remember thinking like when I get down on myself I'm like people no one's ever like I love following you because you're so pretty and skinny they're like you're so funny like you make me laugh you make me smile I I have I don't think I've ever had someone say that they follow me because of a physical attribute of mine and I remember I always try to go back to my own words on that because even sometimes I struggle and I'm like oh all these girls are fitting in their tiny little outfits and showing their tiny little butt with no cellulite. And I feel like I need to be in that, that same realm too. And I'm like, I'm not 20, I'm, I'm not 25 anymore. You know, like I, my body's changed and that's okay. And I think having Tanya and people like you, like it's so important for girls to have this to realize, like click on the filter that people are using and see what it does to your face. Dude, that was that's when I stopped using the filters was when I was using the supermodel one. Remember the supermodel one? There's this yeah. filter called supermodel and it made me look gorgeous. <laughs> and this, I think it was a time when I was broken up with red star. I think that was like the time when I was just trying to like look gorgeous on everything. Like every time he's looked at my stories, I just wanted to be a plus <laughs> plus and that supermodel filter did it. And I remember taking a picture of my face with the supermodel filter and then taking a picture of my face without it. And I sent it to this plastic surgeon and I was like, what do I need to do to my face to look like this? And then I was like, Oh, this has gone way too far because he responded with like all the procedures that I would need, like need to get done. And I was just like, and that is when I stopped using these filters. Wow. And I'm 34. Like I'm like a full functioning adult. Like I can imagine if I I was, you know, like, Oh, That's wild. And I literally just actually interviewed a plastic surgeon and he was saying, yes, people come in wanting to look like filters. And it's, it's impossible because it's the littlest things. Like they make your eyes a little bit bigger. They make your whole jaw a little bit smaller. Like there are things that we can't even really attain in real life. Not to mention, I think it's great that you brought up the point of you, like started to 
kind of, for lack of a better term, fall in love with the way that it looked because people think it's so subtle. It's like, oh, it looks like me, but better. And I can't tell why, but those little things can then create that dysmorphia where then you look in the mirror and you start disliking your own appearance. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I feel like therapy, in all seriousness, it wasn't something I ever knew I needed until I started doing it. And I realized how much of an impact it had on my entire life. I think the thing with therapy that's so good is I think that everybody has an ego. We all think that our way is the right way and it's the only way when in reality there is no right or wrong way. And I think therapy really opened me up to that. Like I'm playing therapist in some of my relationships. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's right. How, that's how much therapy has helped me. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash scrubbing today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash scrubbing. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like 
playing charades. Or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female-founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Did you recently post a TikTok about one of the filters that was like uh, really su- the light the, makeup? Yes, you, there's yeah. a filter called light makeup. And I was like, no, 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 this isn't light makeup. Yeah. I was like, this is a nose job. Yeah. This is liposuction. This is fake eyelashes. This is all these things. And, <laughs> and you were talking about like this part of the face. It like it slims it to a point that's not real. Like you, it's you not, could never lose. Yeah. You could not lose one and a half, two pounds off your neck. Yeah. That's impossible. I mean, I think you so, probably could, you guys, to be honest. Like, you could do anything. What? With you, you mean filters? with, like, plastic surgery? With plastic surgery. Oh, oh, no. I think she's saying without... Uh, I'm assuming you're meaning, like, just naturally. Like, if you're, your face, I mean, unless you sculpt... Like, even my bone structure is not going to get yeah. that skinny. I mean, I was thinking about, like, you know, going to the gym or, like, changing your diet. Right, but, right. Um, but, yeah, it's... It's wild. I mean, I'm wearing my new merch that says filters. <laughs> Tanya's all, you can do that. My, I, he responded. <laughs> he responded and he <laughs> gave me a very lengthy, like very well, you know, researched response on how to achieve that, that face. But, but yeah, but I like then, that like, filter. That's sweater. kind of scary to go under the knife and get all those things done and then maybe come out and not look the way you want. I mean, well, also, even if you look the way you want, are you still going to love yourself? Like, are you still going to look in the mirror no. and be happy with yourself? Because I don't think that changing something like changing all of your facial features is something that is going to bring love to how you look. Physically. Okay. That is the, such a great point because here's the thing. And tell me if you guys feel this way. I think as women, we have this unspoken goal to become so pretty or like so beautiful that like we've quote unquote made it, or we've checked off the box of like being so, so beautiful. Like whether it was watching the Victoria's Secret fashion show when we were younger or people's, you know, Maxim's hottest woman of the year. Like Like if we could just look a certain way, we'd be anointed as the hottest, but that doesn't exist because there's, there are those girls and people will sit here and say, oh no, Bella's prettier than Gigi. No, Gigi's prettier than Bella. Hayley Bieber doesn't do it for me. (gasps) Hayley Bieber is the end all be all for me. Like no one's ever going to agree and wave a wand that like your appearance is perfect. So to your point, you're right. Like there's, there's still going to be a guy or a girl that rejects you and doesn't want to date you when you get all the surgery done. Like and then what? Yeah, I, I was scrolling the other day and there was this blonde girl who had perfect lips, a small nose, perfect skin. And I was like, oh, my God, this is one of the prettiest girls I've ever seen. Literally, the next one was this natural girl with freckles and really curly long hair. And I was like, that's the prettiest girl I've ever seen. Like my opinion, two completely opposite girls. And I was like, I just and I found myself being like, I can admire them without feeling like I need to look like them. You know, like I can just be like, wow, that is a beautiful human. Like what great features she has if they're 
hers. I just think like <laughs> at the end of the day, like we're all like we're all gonna get ugly, you know? Like it's just like I mean, I mean, I don't mean ugly, but like we're all gonna age. Like you age, yeah, and yeah. like you know, I'm gonna look like Nana <laughs> Pauline at some no, point, and like it is with like the blind, like the answer. You know, lesson. Lesson. we're all gonna be ugly, so just no. But it's like <laughs> I plan on being with my boyfriend when I look like you know, uh, I don't know, the Not late cute. Betty White, love her to death. But like, do you know what I mean? So it's like, to me, I'm more concerned about who I am, how I, you know, live my life versus, I mean, obviously like I take care of myself and I like to, you know, I put makeup on and I'm not saying like, I don't find it, you know, important to have a nice appearance but to me it's not like the end all be all you know it's just like it's funny you say that because my mom always said that about like choosing a life partner she's like everyone's gonna get old and ugly so choose someone who likes you and treats you right yeah it's like character character over chemistry man like the chemistry and the looks they're all gonna fade you gotta go with the character yeah it's really true i wanted to talk about um First of all, your fiance, congratulations on getting married. Um, okay. How did y'all meet? Like, what was the and and were, are you someone who's always dated people? Or are you someone who was single and then met him? Like, what's the, your story? I have only had two very serious boyfriends, Max being the second. So I had, a, I had like a, you know, for whatever high school relationships are, you know, I dated someone in high school. Um, and we met in college. He played football at USC. I was on the volleyball team. Very cute. Very rom-com. <laughs> um, and he actually says that we met the very first party I ever was at at USC. I have no memory, not because I was like drinking a ton, but I met a lot of guys that night, you know, freshmen on campus, we were making the rounds for the party saying hi to everyone. And then, um, yeah, I just remember like friends zoning him hard. I was just like, no, this guy's way too nice, cute and sweet. Like I need some, you know, like you kind of want a fuck boy. I'm like, I'm in college, yeah. like yeah. kind of, I want to be played. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> and then fortunately that a year later when I was like, through all the heartbreak and the messy freshman year of college, Max was still single. He said he, he quotes, he'll, he'll say I was battling and believing you'd give me a chance. And then, uh, yeah. And then I like, we went on one day and I just fell completely in love and was like, Oh my God, I've been so stupid. (laughs) That is really cute. It is really cute. I was dying laughing watching the um, video of you explaining that's the way I loved you to him because now knowing that he was like the really sweet, nice guy. And the whole song is literally about her, like not wanting the really sweet, nice guy. I know. I kept saying, I was like, babe, this is kind of like you. You're sweet and sensible, but I'm screaming and fun. And, and he was like, don't put me as this guy. He's like, I bring more than that. He does. Max is the best. He's like, he's not vanilla at all. He's like Rambo sparkles. He's the best. But you have to be, you have to be open for husband material. I tell him, I'm like, you're husband material. I don't want husband material week one on campus when I'm going to college, you know? Yeah, um, really good about it. I, I think you just, especially I think with guys too, you can catch them when they're like ripe. Like, you know, when you hear about a guy who's with a girl for like six years, breaks up, doesn't want to marry her. And then a, a year later, he's marrying a girl he met five months ago. Mm-hmm. Like you have to catch people at a time in their life. Like time and place, I think matters. Yeah, for sure. Oh, for sure. I do. Was that you? I, I just listened to your podcast with Alios. Were you, was that you who said you don't think things are like, would like meant I don't to think happen? Or... Happen for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Can you explain that? Yes. So, and that always is like hard for people to hear because I think it brings people a lot of 
security and comfort to think like everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. If we really believed everything happens for a reason, that would mean our entire course of life was like pre-planned, whether it's by God, by someone who had the higher power. I mean, I just don't believe everything has ha, is is already preset. I believe we get something out of everything. Mm-hmm. Every situation in life, you're going to get something. You're going to learn. You're going to grow. It's going to move you. It's going to help move the needle towards wherever you're going. But it's kind of like the Steve Jobs quote. You know, you have to wait till all the dots are connected to then see like the big mm-hmm. picture. I don't believe all of our dots are connected, and my next dots already figured out. You know. However, like I'm kind of, um, I'm kind of like I don't want to say negative, but when I was depressed, I went through like all my shit. I think we all have that phase in our life. It was very cathartic for me to realize like anything can happen. Nothing matters. Like just live your life. Mm -hmm. That's helpful for me. For other people, like Allie on the podcast was like, I disagree. You know, she likes to believe everything happens for a reason. There's a plan for me and there's a greater plan. Whatever helps you sleep at night Mm -hmm. is the one that you should choose, you know? (laughs) So do you believe that like we have decisions and those are like that's what guides our life like based on like obviously in every circumstance like you could have said no to max and ended up with someone else and then the course of your life would have looked different yeah i mean i i definitely believe and i i just being a realist i think i think i'm a realist that's mm-hmm. what it is yeah <laughs> i i think if i didn't if max went to a different school which he which we always talk we always joke about because he had a bunch of different offers he could have played anywhere and he always says i would have found you and i'm like you're cute but, you <laughs> but i i think there's probably a handful of guys if i was born in europe i would have met someone else mm-hmm. we would have had a great life and that would have happened like i believe you could maybe find six seven partners in life but i found max and i don't want to find the others i don't yeah. care about that you know um, <laughs> I think if you were born in Europe, you would like Tanya is just like dying over here yeah. listening well, that I'm not like everything the, happens. I for think a everything happens for a reason. Like I think God has like a plan and he knows exactly what he's doing. He's like 10 steps ahead of me. So I'm just like, I'm going with your flow, even when it sends me down a weird path. Yeah. And hey, I love that. And I re- I totally respect that. I it helps me the other way is just what helps me get through yeah. my days, you know. I, I actually like because I think that being a realist sometimes gets looped in with being negative and I don't think or cynical or whatever you want to call it. I don't think that that's I don't think that that's right, because I think I consider myself like I'm very logical. I like to look at all the things I like to think about it and I make my decision based off my logic. And so I don't necessarily think of that as a negative thing. I just think it's like that's how I see it. And then I love Tanya because Tanya's a romanticizer and she dreams and it's like everything's falling into place and I'm just like yeah but you know I also discovered through therapy um (laughs) that my expectations about love um you know with like the the prince charming and the white horse and the whole you know thing is unrealistic so you know I'm coming a little (laughs) bit down from that but not much okay wait then I, I have a question for you Tanya because I think this is what I struggle with is why do bad things happen to good people? That's where I'm like, what's the plan? Well, you mean you have to get specific. I feel like bad things happen to everybody. You know what I mean? Like bad things are not, um, what's the word? Like, is it in the, would you say it was in someone's plan for them to like get cancer and pass away at 15? Right. I know. Honestly, I struggle a lot with like, uh, illnesses in that way because I'm just like I don't think anybody deserves any of that any of that pain any of that suffering um but what it I I don't know you know it's like I'd have to go kind of 
you know, really granular, right. granular on, you know, a specific situation, yeah. but like, no, I don't think anybody deserves bad to happen to them, but it's like, you know, a friend of mine was just saying that she uh, lost her baby. Um, she gave birth and the baby passed away like 30 days later. And I was just like, God, I couldn't like, and she's great. Well, like she just, I just met her. So I don't, you know, know, but she was like really nice woman, good head on her shoulders. So kind, loving, fun. And I was like, that is so tragic. So, so tragic. I don't like, I don't know what that, what that purpose was in her life. Do you know what I mean? Like what, sir, what does that serve her? But I feel like she's going to be a crusader for, you know, um, people who are suffering or have gone through similar things. You know what I mean? She's like a, she's a leader. So I think she's going to create some sort of positive kind of resource or something for people who suffer from that. So it's like that pain was brought into her life so that she could help other people or, you know what I mean? Like I look at right. it from that perspective because I, I get, I get, I'm with you. Like, I don't understand why people die of cancer. And well, this actually reminds me of a cute and heartwarming little like way to think about it that a friend told me recently. Cause this is, this, this is what I struggle with. This is the question that like kind of keeps me. Um, and, and she was saying that she once heard like, you know, well, what if up in heaven, like there's all the souls and like God said to all the souls, like, we're going to need one soul who's going to go down and only gets to be on earth for 30 days. And then you have to come back, but it's going to be like what trickle effects into like this movement or this whatever. And so we need one soul to volunteer. And it's like, that soul's like, I'll do it. So that like 5,000 other babies can like live their life. And we can like, and I just thought that was a cute way of thinking about things. Like if the soul up in heaven, like for a higher reason, like chose to volunteer for, I don't know. I mean, right. This whatever helps you through, through the situation. No, I agree completely. And I think that sometimes the answer is just like, we don't know, you know, like sometimes the answer is as simple as like, we can think, like, I think what we can all agree on in those situations is that it's tragic and devastating and sad and unfair. Yeah. And what is the purpose? We don't know, but hopefully it's for something greater and hopefully something, there is a trickle effect and it changes lives, you know, but, um, I, I think it is like what I can, I have peace because of my faith, but the, there's another part of my brain that I question the same thing. Like, if it's like why is there war? Why is there violence? Why is there injustice? You know, it's like you, you can question so many things, but at the end of the day. Well, that's why the word faith is like so important. It's like faith for faith for something, something we can't know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's that's what it is. <laughs> and it is blind faith a lot of the times and that's the thing that's hard but um I loved having you I think we both loved having you on the podcast today I love what you're doing I love deep talks I I love deep talks I honestly am just like so amazed by what you're doing and I hope to implement more of your message into what I'm doing and me too like if I knew how to make those videos that you do with the face tune like I would love to do those I just can't so I just repost yours. <laughs> Let's get together and do a Facetune versus real post. Are you in LA? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we should do dinner. I need. I want to have you guys both on my podcast, but separately, so I can you know really, really integrate. Oh, wow. all right, so happy great. to. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on and spending so much time with us, and we love you. We are cheering you on. And yeah, fans. Thank amazing. you so much. Thanks. I'm the biggest fan of you guys, so I'm just touched. So thanks for having me. All right, we love thanks, you. Victoria.
Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 Seeds infused tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. Yes, at Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's Better H-E-L-P dot com. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.